It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, October 11th, Wednesday, 2023. Stand up for your country. As Rosanna, Rosanna Dana once said, it's always something. So I write a message of the day. And again, I hope you go to BillOReilly.com and read it every morning. No charge, free for all. And basically excoriating Iran for funding and enabling Hamas to attack Israel and kill civilians. Now, I believe that's true. Well, today, CNN comes out and says, no, it's not true. Iran didn't have anything to do with it. I go, what? So CNN is using anonymous sources, of course. And I'm going to analyze this, and it's fascinating. So I hope you hang tough. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. All right, so let's run this down. Um, The a mass terror attack is affecting the whole world. Everybody's engaged. I don't know how much the Chinese people know about it because the government censors everything. In Russia, there's so many people who have ties to Israel that everybody knows. So there are a number of things in play. The United States has done and said the right things. As Joe Biden said once again today, 
We've got to back Israel. Roll the tape. There is no justification for terrorism, no excuse. And the type of terrorism that was exhibited here was just beyond the pale, beyond the pale. As I said yesterday, my commitment to Israel's security and the safety of the Jewish people is unshakable. But Mr. Biden will not ask, or I should say answer, any specific questions. So he could have taken questions there, but he ran away. Said he had to take a phone call from Netanyahu, which could have been scheduled any time, believe me. So Biden doesn't want to get involved with the what am I going to do questions. He just doesn't want to do it. And he didn't mention Iran in, hasn't mentioned it at all. Okay, so CNN's giving Biden cover now by saying, look, it wasn't Iran. And we know that because somebody told us, <laughs> you know, okay, who was that person? Nah, see, it's anonymous sources. Look, I could be wrong here, but the odds that Iran didn't enable this terror attack and war are about 10 to 1. How do I know that? Because I wrote Killing the Killers. And I know what Iran does. And I know how Donald Trump neutralized Iran. And it was very, very severe. So, as you may know, and we go through this in Killing the Killers, those three books back, by the way, uh, Soleimani, the head of the Iranian National Guard, which is the spear point for terrorism, was assassinated by the U.S. government, by a drone. And we take you step by step through that assassination. Iran did not do anything after Soleimani got waxed. They said they were going to, but they didn't. Why? Because Donald Trump, president of the United States, spoke to the mullah who's in charge over there, Khomeini somebody, said, you do anything, any overt military action against the United States, we're going to blow up all your ports. And if you look at the map, there's about four ports where Iran gets food. Iran cannot feed itself. It's a desert has to import food. Okay. Trump was very blunt. He said, you do anything, we're destroying all your ports, you'll starve. That's what happened. I know that's what happened. So they didn't do anything Iran. Enter Joe Biden, who is much softer than Trump. I think even if you hate Trump's guts and you love Biden, that statement is absolutely accurate. Biden soft. Afghanistan, you know what happened. Putin didn't do anything other than, you know, the Internet behind the scenes stuff. When Trump is president, Trump's not president. Putin invades Ukraine. Why? Because they know Biden's soft. Everybody knows he's soft. Nobody fears him. Nobody. So what Biden did was when he came in, he, he didn't knock the sanctions out, economic sanctions against Iran. He just didn't enforce them vigilantly. And then he gave uh, the Iranians $6 billion. That was frozen money. That was their money that was frozen for, in exchange for American hostages. You all know that. Now, the right wing and the Republican Party says that entered into Iran's enabling of Hamas. That's not true. This operation was on the board, according to very, very good reporting, 
since August, long before the money for hostages swap. But it does give Iran, Iran um, access to money sometime. They don't have it now. It's in a bank in Gutter. It's overseen. Gutter's not going to release it unless the United States gives a go, which Biden probably will do down the road. Anyway, so you're dealing with a situation now where Hamas is a terror group and designated a terror group. Okay, so the U.S. government says Hamas is a terror group. That means if the U.S. government wanted to assassinate anybody in Hamas, it could legally. All right. Okay. So again, I go back to where, where are they going to rock us? Not building them. Can't build them. Don't have any of that. Okay. Where are they getting the guns? Where are they getting the uh, training their uh, fighters? Got to be done in Iran. There's no other place in the Middle East they could do it. And they float the uh, weapons through the Mediterranean. Gaza's on the coast. There's no port security in Gaza. It's run by Hamas. Hamas runs it. So the boats come in, they unload the rockets, and boom, 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 boom. That's how it goes down. Money, Hamas didn't have any money. Iran funds everything. So CNN says, no, no. Okay. They say what they say. Wall Street Journal, much more authoritative, says Iran's behind it. Now, I don't know. I've been talking to a lot of people, but I can't show you definite proof. And as I said, if it bears out somehow that Iran had nothing to do with this, I'll apologize. But I find that extremely hard to believe. And that's the memo. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. 
All right, so Joe Biden today had a couple of things on his schedule. He met with some Jewish leaders, the White House. Good, you know, fine. All of this is basically what um, Prince Charles does. So Prince Charles has no uh, power, political power in England at all. He's ceremonial. He meets with people. He does this. That's what Biden does. Biden doesn't solve any problems. He's not with his national security guys, not making any statements on Iran or terrorism. He never does that. Okay, he just doesn't do it. He's a ceremonial president. Other people in his administration do the nuts and bolts. Now, it is not a good time, as I predicted in August, for Joe Biden this autumn. Let's run it down. Wholesale prices rose in September, fastest pace since April. 2.2% inflation. So all this does is make it harder for working Americans to make ends meet. I always say Biden's going to be running against the grocery store. That's who he's running against, the grocery store. You know what you're paying. You're paying a lot more than you paid under Trump, period. Now, the left and Democratic Party make all excuses. They can petty fog the issue. They can, it's bull. You walk in, you buy what you need, you pay, you're paying more. Pay more for gas, pay more for heating, pay more for insurance premiums, a lot more for insurance premiums. Okay, that's it. But inflation's on the rise again. The second thing is there is a group called the uh, America First Legal Foundation. This is interesting. I didn't know about this group. America First Legal Foundation files a Freedom of Information Act against the National Archives. Pretty interesting, right? So the National Archives logs in all the emails and calls made by the president. That's why they know if they don't have the paper, like they didn't have for Trump and Biden, who took documents and put them in their personal houses, both of them did, National Archives knows that. All right, so it's a record. That's the way the government keeps track of the executive branch. Well, apparently, the archives, National Archives, was hiding the fact that there are more than 20,000 emails between Vice President Biden, under Obama, of course, and Hunter Biden's business operations, 20,000. And they got this because they filed the Freedom of Information Act, and the National Archives had to give it to them. Didn't want to give it to them, had to give it to them. So now we hark back to Biden saying, oh, I don't have anything to do with my uh, son's business. Oh, yeah? 20,000 emails? going into not only Hunter, but your brother Jim, all of the people working for them that were making the money overseas, 20,000. Now, the House investigative committees should go through those 20,000, all right? So I don't know what they actually handed over to America first, but this is a, a really interesting story. So that's uh, on top of the inflation. Not a good day for Biden. And I'll give you his poll numbers in a little while. Now, this is outrageous. I told you from the jump that this Black Lives Matter outfit were grifters. Okay, I'm not going to call them criminals, but they were bad. From the beginning, day one, I told you that. About $100 million has been donated to BLM around the country by Americans some of whom are Jewish, poured in. This is what 
BLM Chicago put out after the terror attack. Throw it up on the screen. I'll describe it on the radio. It is a drawing, a rendering, saying, I stand with Palestine, Black Lives Matter flag, okay, of a terrorist coming in on a hang glider to kill Jews. Remember, 260 people at a concert were killed by these hang glider terrorists. So Black Lives Matter is applauding this and saying they stand by it. Okay. There you go. And all you companies, and tomorrow on the uh, No Spin News, we will list the companies that donated to BLM. I don't have them off the top of my head. I want to be very sure. Tomorrow we'll give you that. All these corporations who gave BLM money, that's what you get for your money. There it is. Boy, boy. Okay, let's go to the Republican Party. So it looks like Steve Scalise will be the new Speaker of the House. We tape this broadcast late afternoon. There is going to be a vote in the full House. Every Democrat will vote against Scalise. And therefore, uh, most Republicans have to vote for him. Remember, the Republicans hold a majority in the House, 221 and 212, nine seats. So you can only afford like three or four defectors. I think every Republican will vote for Scalise. You remember he was the guy who was shot, almost killed at the softball game. I know him a little. Seems to be an honest guy to me. He's not an extremist, popular among his colleagues. So I'm going to predict he'll be the next speaker, but it might happen after we tape. Okay. And I will then tweet it at Bill O'Reilly. Get on our Twitter thing, whatever that is, X thing. I'll tweet about the reaction, my reaction to it. Uh, but I believe Scalise will be the new Speaker of the House. What does that mean? I don't know what it means. <laughs> I don't know. I thought McCarthy did a decent job. No, I, I can't tell you what it means. Nikki Haley is uh, raking a lot of money. She's running for the Republican nomination for president. $11 million in the third quarter. Almost, uh, she has almost as much money on hand as uh, Ron DeSantis, whose campaign is sinking while Haley's is rising. So Haley is happy, so she's got 40,000 new donors. It's mostly women who like her, and nothing wrong with that. All right, here's the latest poll on Biden. This is a left-wing poll, Reuters, very left-wing news service. Uh, Three-day opinion poll online. Joe Biden's approval rating is 40 percent, down from 42 last month, uh, disapproved 54. It's really lower than that. But these people sample far more Democrats than Republicans. And usually they had another question, and I'm going to throw this up, too. What is the most important issue? The economy, 19 percent, immigration, 14 percent, crime, 11 percent, environment, 7 percent. Healthcare six percent. So these niche issues are down. You know the global warming crew. You're only at seven percent. So the Republican Party should concentrate on those in the next election. Now the Democratic Party, as I reported uh, when McCarthy got booted, is much more cohesive than the Republican Party. The Democrats have strong leadership: Schumer, Pelosi, 
These are vicious people. You get out of line, you're going to get hurt. Republicans don't really have a leader. So Trump runs on a Republican ticket. He's not a Republican. He's a populist. All right. Biden's not the leader of the Democratic Party. Biden can barely stay awake all day. It's behind the scenes people. But the Republican Party is not nearly as organized as the Democratic Party is. That's a fact. And that's maybe Scalise could do something there. I don't know. There's a new book that caught my eye. It's called Crime, Inc., How Democrats Employ Mafia and Gangster Tactics to Gain and Hold Power. Okay, the author is Vince Everett Ellison, joins us from Lynchburg, Virginia. Now, the reason your book caught my eye is because I wrote Killing the Mob. And I know the tactics that organized crime uses. So when I saw this, I go, all right, let's see what, he, let's see what he's got. Give me your most vivid example of how the Democratic Party uses mafia techniques. Thank you for having me, Bill. And one sure. of the, uh, I guess the best example, one of the best examples is that the mob makes money doing hits. They kill people for a living and they make money from it. Well, the uh, uh, Democratic Party does the same thing. They call theirs Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood kills babies. They get money and then they give campaign contributions to the Democratic Party. Also, the mafia controls the unions. They use it for laundering money. They use it for kickbacks. The Democrats do the same thing. The Democrats give money to the teachers' unions. The teachers' unions then uh, would give to the teachers. Teachers give to the unions. And the unions give campaign contributions back to the Democratic Party. It's just classic money laundering. And then also the the, uh, cartels do trafficking. They traffic sex trafficking. They traffic fentanyl. And the Democratic Party, each one of those cartels have a K Street lawyer that gives contributions to the Democratic Party, and they leave the border open. And the fentanyl and the sex trafficking and the human trafficking comes across the border, and they're together hand in glove. That's just one of the few examples right. how the Democratic Party and the mob use the same tactics. Let me debrief you on all three of those. The first one is Planned Parenthood. You have yeah. to understand that the donations Planned Parenthood get are voluntary from Americans who believe in abortion. They no, want- the Democratic Party funds Planned Parenthood with federal money. Millions of dollars. They, it, they, but they, they, goes- they threatened to shut down the government. They threatened to shut down the government if the Republicans took it out of the budget. That's okay, but none of the money that comes from the federal government to Planned Parenthood can go for abortions. That's the height of it. It's fungible, Bill. It's fungible. They take the money that they would use to pay the light all bill right, and they okay. use it for abortion. That's but all I'm it is. trying to tell they you is- that, but they do. I think your union thing is better than the Planned Parenthood thing. No, because- the Planned Parenthood thing is right on because they will not they will not stop abortion because the Planned Parenthood also gives them campaign contributions. 98% of all of the campaign contributions from Planned Parenthood goes to the Democrat Party. Okay. And the Democrat Party also gives them hundreds of millions of dollars in federal money for their abortion clinics. There it is, money laundering. To kill babies. I don't know about money laundering. It's a quid pro quo. The money That's flows the back. Money flows back and <laughs> forth, but it has to be it has to be legal in the way it's given. Um, but well, okay. okay, well, also it is legal because the Democratic Party controls the politics. They won't let it become illegal. Well, Trump had four years where he could have written executive orders to stop some of this, and he did. But they filibustered it in the Senate. Remember, Schumer and below that, Schumer filibustered in the Senate, and they were going to shut down the government, shut it down, because they wanted to take out five hundred million dollars in Planned Parenthood funding. They were going to shut down the whole government to protect okay. that fund. 
Well, they, you know, the Republican Party should call them bluff. That's what it well, should have happened. Well, should no, have blown they, it they right up. No, they filibustered. They said we I won't pass it. I understand what they did, Everett, but you, yeah. uh, Vince, but you have to fight them right there. Now, let's go to the cartels. You can't that's another subject. Dude. You have to bust it with 60 votes. Right. If you don't have 60 votes, you can't, you can't bust it. They didn't have 60 votes. But they couldn't shut down the government, all right, unless there was a vote in the House that overrode the filibuster in the Senate, and it didn't happen. So let's well, go to yeah, Mexico. They, they, what they would have done, they would have to shut the whole government down and allowed everybody else to just go under. So okay. what they did, they just allowed it. But, uh, but again, the Democrats were the ones that were going to shut the whole government down. Shut the whole I government down. I don't down know whether they would or wouldn't. But for every tactic, there is another tactic. And that's what we're talking about. The Republicans are not yeah. as organized as the Democrats. Oh, so, no, no. I agree with you completely on that. But the Democrats okay. were the ones that wanted the money for Planned Parenthood. Period. They let's were the ones that the, pressed it. They were the ones Vince, that wanted to kill Vince. babies up to the ninth so month. We only have a finite time for the interview. Let's sure. go to the cartels. So it is true. Democratic Party supports open borders and Biden does what the progressive left wants. That exactly. enriches the drug and people smugglers or cartels in Mexico. OK. Yes. It doesn't enrich, as far as I can see, the Democratic Party. It creates more social problems in America where both That's what the Democratic Party wants, Bill. The more poor people they have, the more crime they have, the more power they have in the inner cities. Look at Chicago. Look at Detroit. Look at Baltimore. They are bastions of crime, and the Democratic Party controls them. This is an evil institution. They are a criminal organization. They're, combined, they're, con they're controlled by a of murderers, psychopaths, liars, and anti-Christian bigots. Wherever they go, you have poverty, crime, death. You have it. They love this. A Democrat party heaven is an American hell. That's why wherever you find this type of poverty, this is where they excel. They want okay. it and they want to spread it. Because but the, the more cartels the, in these situations, the more powerful they are. There's no money going in. The cartels keep their money. Now, I'm going to guess that your parents, and I don't know, we're Democrats. Am I right? They were, but they're not. But, but, okay, but not, all right, but not right. let's start. That's right. So they were Democrats yeah. at one time. Because Me too. almost 90% of African Americans were Democrats at one time. My family was Democrat because they came right. from Ireland, okay? Brooklyn signed right up to the Democratic Party. All right. What has happened, in your opinion, to make a once viable political party, in your opinion, Okay, go so far left and and take a whole president and administration with them. What has happened now? The Democratic Party is run by progressives, far left operation, no moderates at all. What happened? Right. Well, the uh, civil rights movement with Martin Luther King Jr. brought in a lot of communists, a lot of Marxists into the movement, a lot of hippies, dopeheads, atheists. After the civil rights movement, they all jumped into the Democratic Party. If you recall, in 1968, they tried to take it over in Chicago. Mayor Daley and the hardheads and the police ran them out. Well, they said the whole world is watching. Saul Alinsky said you got three choices. You can either go back and cry, you can either start throwing bombs, or you can go back, organize, and then come back in four years and be the delegates. In 1972, they came back in Miami, and they took over. They ran Mayor Daley out this time. And this is when they bought abortion, atheism, and, and, and all this foolishness into the Democratic Party. This is when the Southern white conservatives left it. 
They didn't leave the Democratic Party because of the civil rights movement. They left it because the Democrats bought in atheists, they bought in welfare, they bought in, in, in government control. And the smartest thing that white conservatives ever did was leave the Democratic Party. Because if they didn't do it, they would be just like black Americans now at the bottom All of right. every socioeconomic statistic in America. So but that's there what were restraints. And then they destroyed it. All right, there were restraints. Tip O'Neill, Daniel Patrick Moynihan. There were they big. The Kennedy. The Kennedy. They're all dead now. Okay. They so there were Nancy Pelosi, Jim Clyburn, uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, uh, they were all Feinstein. far left people. They were all part of that group, and they held that party after the 90s for about 30 years, and they turned it into a leftist party. They sat there and waited for Barack Obama, and when he came in, they slapped it, and it was in, and now it's there. All right. Very provocative, Vince. Uh, the author of Crime, Inc., How Democrats Employ Mafia. VinceEllison.com. Three E's in the middle. VinceEllison.com. You can get my books. You can look at my documentary. All of it. Very good, Vince. Thanks for helping us out. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bill. I love you. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. California. Now you talk about radical left. This is outrageous. This is Gavin Newsom. And this is Gavin Newsom's funeral right here. What I'm going to tell you about. Saw Bill 665 signed into law by Newsom says that children in California, 12 years of age or older, all right, can leave their parents and check themselves into a residential shelter on their own. Essentially run away. And the state will allow it and support the children in the residential shelter. That's now legal in California, 12 and older. 
You want to split? State of California goes, come on. We'll give you a place to live. Pay all your bills. Take care of you. It's okay. I mean, this is beyond anything I've ever seen. So remember, in Virginia, you had Governor Yunkin won that race because Loudoun County was basically telling the people there, schools are going to run your kids, not you. Schools are going to tell your kids what to do, and you can't do anything as a parent about it. Virginia went, whoa, and threw out Terry McAuliffe and brought in Glenn Youngkin. Now, I submit to you that if Gavin Newsom ever gets into the position of running for president, this will kill him. The left, progressive left, and the Democratic Party do not believe in parental rights at all. Period. Smart life. You know, a ton of letters. How do I help Israel? Be careful. So in the charity realm, there is so much theft. I can't even begin to tell you. One word, Haiti. Almost all the money donated to help Haitians, whether it be earthquakes or whatever it is, gone. Fox News donated a million dollars to the United Jewish Appeal, UJA. Legitimate organization, as far as I can tell. If I were to uh, donate, I would give it to the Red Cross, because they're there on the ground, all of that. But if you have any questions about anybody, and you will get solicited, particularly if you pick up the phone, Go to CharityNavigator.org. That is the best watchdog of charity, not only for Israel, but for everything. CharityNavigator, one word, dot org. I hate to see, America's the most generous people on earth. We give away more money to charity than any other, okay? But a lot of it's stolen. A lot of it. Be careful. Smart life. This day in history, October 11, 1975, 48 years ago, the first Saturday Night Live debuted on NBC. So it's an interesting story. Johnny Carson was the reigning late night king, and he didn't want to work Fridays anymore. He wanted to do a four-day thing like me. I'm not comparing myself to Johnny Carson, but, you know, when you get reach a certain point in life, you got to temper it a little bit. So Carson told NBC, look, you're running my reruns on Saturday night. Put them on Friday night instead. And NBC had to do what Johnny Carson told them to do. That's how powerful he was. So they needed a show at late night on Saturday. So a guy named Lauren Michaels, a Canadian producer, writer, he pitches the show live. That would be satirical. All right. NBC buys it. And they get uh, very big talent. John Belushi, Gilda Wadner, Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, um, Lorraine Newman, Garrett Morris, the whole crew. They get them. They commit. All right. The first guest host 48 years ago today was George Carlin. Go. Talk about a live show. Wow. Nice to see you. Welcome and thanks for joining us live. I'm kind of glad that we're on at night. 
so that we're not competing with all the football and baseball games. So many, man. All the time. And this is the time of year when there's both, you know? Football's kind of nice. They changed it a little bit. They moved the hash marks in. Guys found them and smoked them anyway. <laughs> all right, sex, drugs, rock and roll. That was Saturday Night Live. And it's still on. Still on the air. And this Saturday, they'll debut. Now, at the height, 12 million Americans tuned in at 1130 uh, to watch the show. Last season, 1.5 million. And this season will be worse. There's no big stars anymore on Saturday Night Live. It's an evolution. It's so hard. I, I was on top on cable news, as you probably know, for 16 years consecutive. It was brutal to keep it there. Okay. And our audience actually grew. And when we left, it was doing four million at eight o'clock. Now they do half that. Okay, very hard business to sustain success. Saturday Night Live is on its last legs. The way people watch it now is, and I do this, I'll watch Weekend Update on YouTube or wherever it is, but I won't watch the whole show because there's a lot of filler. But Let's give Lauren Michaels and the crew their due. It changed American TV, I think for the better. I know the sex, drugs, rock and roll, but it didn't bother me. Now, uh, Belushi and uh, Gilda Radner are deceased, two unbelievably talented people. Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, Garrett Morris, and Lorraine Newman are still alive. And they do stuff. They're around, right? So all in all, that is the history of Saturday Night Live. Back with a lively mail segment and a final thought. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth, delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here is the mail. Neil Horton, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Bill, you're right. The $6 billion had no influence on the Hamas attack. However, Biden is partly at fault for taking away the oil sanctions, which has provided Iran with much money they could use for supporting Hamas. He didn't take them away. Biden just didn't enforce them. Now you could say it's the same thing. Um, Lisa Rosati, Montreal, Canada. Bill, in your message of the day, you state the attack by Hamas on Israel is not Biden's fault. However, by his being a deeply compromised president and repeatedly showing weak leadership, both internally and on a world stage, he has emboldened terrorism. That's theoretical argument. It's valid. Certainly, but it's theoretical. You know the difference. So Biden thinks that he's the greatest diplomat the world has ever seen. 
That's what he thinks. But people like you and me to some extent feel that his weakness has indeed emboldened terrorism. And the concierge member, Anne has direct access to me. I hope you consider that program for yourself. This is not Biden's fault. While I support Donald Trump, we'll vote for him again. Trump being in office would not have changed anything. This is history repeating itself. It's been ongoing long before Biden or Trump were in office. I disagree a little bit. I don't think they, Iran would have been that bold to do this when, if Trump had been in office. Because he would have, if the intel came back from our people that Iran did this, was behind it, Trump would have blown up some of their ports, like he, I told you in the beginning of the program. Frank Seda, Savannah, Tennessee. Bill, your take on the attacks in Israel, spot on. Context you provided helps better understand the situation. That's why we are here. Always context. That said, I'm certain the Israeli response will have collateral damage to innocent people. I'm certain that will be used against the Israeli military. That's true. You know, I got a bunch of letters going, well, what did Israel ever do? If you look at the UN reports, and you can ferret them out there online, the Israeli military has at times violated the rights of civilians. They have. Now, their argument is, hey, we're trying to protect our own lives. We, the United States, violated some rights in Guantanamo Bay. We did. I would have done it to this day. Exactly the same that Bush did it. I would have thrown these guys in Guantanamo Bay. Violated the rights, you know. Hey, but there will be more death and more blood in Gaza and Israel. That is for sure. Lee, concierge member, thank you, Lee. Geraldo is completely wrong in regard to a two-state solution for Israel and Palestine. It's not possible because the radical Islamists do not want it. Excellent, Lee. Excellent. You can talk all day long about a two-state, but the terrorists rule there. Hamas rules. And they don't want a two-state. They want to kill Jews. Wipe them out. Linda Wallace, Midlothian, Virginia. You please recommend a good book on the genesis of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Exodus by Leon Uris. That goes back. Exodus. E-X-O-D-U-S. It was a movie, too. Otto Preminger directed. Danielle Moritz, Narbeth, Pennsylvania, my 10th grader. He's about to start reading The Crucible for his English class. I am going to simultaneously read Killing the Witches so we can compare and contrast our stories each evening. What a, what a smart thing to do. You're a good mom, Danielle, because it's an important discussion, especially the due process, cancel culture part of Killing the Witches. Very, very important for younger people to know that. Brian Pierce, West Boston, Massachusetts, Killing the Witches is your best book by far, O'Reilly. I find out from my sister-in-law that we have relatives that were involved way back then. A lot of people do <laughs> because there's so few um, settlers in the new world that the spawn is everywhere. My ancestor founded 
Charlestown, Massachusetts. His name, Hoyt, is on the deed. Charlestown is a suburb of Boston, a big one. It's where Bunker Hill is. My ancestor came over three ships after the Mayflower. And by the way, one of the things I'm most proud of in Killing the Witches, which is on fire, by the way, it's like big book, is the portrayal of the Mayflower and what happened aboard that ship. You know, Americans say, oh, pilgrims, Mayflower, passive stuffing. No, <laughs> this was brutal. 100 people, 66 days. They couldn't even go up on deck. One guy tried it. Where do you see what happened to him? So if you read all 13 killing books, Killing the Witches is the first in, Amer in the American history, because right, it starts in the beginning. You'll know everything about your country. Everything. Because we have, boom, a timeline from 1692 up to the present day. Okay, we have so many new premium and concierge members. We're giving you, as I promised, a bundle where um, this is a, a good thing, that you uh, can pay a fee of $59.95. That sounds better than $60, right? You get Killing the Witches, a really nice polo shirt that'll last you the rest of your life and a three-month BillOReilly.com premium membership gift card that you can give to somebody as a present. Okay, this is a fabulous deal. So you get three things that you can either keep. Well, you want to give the gift card away. But the shirt is going to look great. We have great women's shirts too. The book, obviously. Okay, so um, we just, this, uh, we're on October 7th. October 27th, all right, two weeks from Friday at the Paramount Theater in Huntington. So they keep expanding the theater because so many people want to see the show. So there are a few seats left. See me and Sid Rosenberg. It's going to be a really funny show. You're going to like it. So go to BillOReilly.com or Ticketmaster or the Paramount Theater in Huntington. I'll sit you right up. Word of the day, do not be pedantic. P-E-D-A-N-T-I-C. Some people say I'm pedantic. You don't want to be that. Back with the final thought in a moment. All right, let's go to the final thought of the day. I'm going to go back to California and Newsom. I hope you understand, and I know you do, because you wouldn't be watching and listening to me um, for the No Spin News if you didn't understand how deadly the progressive left is. By giving children as young as 12 years old the authority to move out of their home, on their own, not state coming in to investigate abuse or neglect. None of that. The kid just makes the decision and tells a counselor at school, somebody else, I want to live someplace else. Bang. They're out of there. That undermines every tenet of parenting. It rips apart any parental authority because the kid might have a beef Kid might be, you know, you know how teenagers, well, I hope you do, I do, how they can get, particularly if they get involved with drugs or they get in the wrong crowd or they, you know, they start doing things. You got, and they can now leave on their own. This is what California is doing 
This is what Sacramento and the governor, Newsom, is doing? This is one of the worst things I've ever seen in this country. This is Marxism. That's what it is, where the state raises the children, not the parents. No parental authority. So I wanted to reinforce this in a final thought. I can't vote for the Democratic Party. Not as it stands now. And I'm not a party guy, as you know. It's just so destructive. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you again tomorrow.